I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. When you're hiring an influencer, you're kind of hiring the producer, the stylist. But then sometimes they're actually doing the shooting themselves, too. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 105. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're, I'm going to kind of take over the conversation because we're mm-hmm. going to be chatting about the six things you can charge extra for. Uh, when you're an influencer. But before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse? So I actually picked up some shipyard pumpkin, like even though we're like in the dead of winter, I just really like that beer. So I've got some, like a 12 pack I'm working through. <laughs> working through. <laughs> working through. It's definitely going to take some time for me, but it's Sounds really like good. I don't have the sugar rim, which doesn't make it as good, but it's still a delicious beer. I remember the first time I'm like, I, you know me, I'm not huge into beer, but I remember the first time I had a shipyard pumpkin with the sugar rim was actually in Rhode Island at the jack-o'-lantern spectacular they have at the zoo down there. And mm. it like was like, I mean, again, I'm not a huge beer drinker and it didn't like change me into a huge beer drink drinker, but it like changed my life because it made me really think about the rims of glasses beyond like the margaritas, the salted or, or sugared margarita rims. I was like, oh, you can do this for more stuff. Like, Well, it's the only beer that I've known that has done it, but it's perfect. It's like the perfect addition yeah. to that beer. So, yeah, no, it totally is. Totally. Yeah. Is. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not drinking anything nearly as good. I've got one of the medicine ball teas from Starbucks just because it's January and oh, I'm not feeling like I've got a cold or anything. I just, I, it's a good pick me up drink. Yeah. It's really, they call it, the, I, I guess they should say they, it's officially called the honey citrus mint tea. Mm. Um, no, it's, it's really good. It's, it's, it's funny. My mom's like, oh, it smells kind of like medicine, but it doesn't taste like medicine. It just tastes really yeah, yeah. good and kind of good for you. So I'm like, it's a good, it's a good, it's like a winter warmer drink. So mm. that's my, I guess it's delicious. Although I'm not a big mint person. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that's a whole debate in my family because mm. I love mint, uh, especially like mint and chocolate. Alex likes mint and chocolate. My mom likes mint and chocolate. Anna likes mint and chocolate. But both my brother-in-law, Dan, and Ariel. Ariel mm. will not have mint toothpaste. We're going off of the subject, but yeah, don't ha- will not use mint toothpaste. We have to bring our special tooth- toothpaste wherever we go because... Mm. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. It might burn. Actually... Maybe maybe it like burns her. No. I don't know, but I don't know what's going to happen when she like becomes an adult and it's like, sorry, all we got is mint. I don't know. We'll ah, see. She can stick Very... with the bubble gun flavor yeah. or whatever they have. Oh, yuck. I know. I don't like it either. No. Ugh. All right. Well, <laughs> we're getting into it. We're, we're going way off topic there, but it's always good to digress a little. So, as I said, I'm kind of taking over the conversation, but I'm encouraging Jesse to kind of ask questions because this is this is actually all stuff that has kind of come to me in the last year or so. So it's somewhat new to me, even though I've been working as an influencer since pretty much 2017, 2018. Right. So there's I mean, 
to begin with, there's so much you should be taking into account when you quote a price to as an influencer to a brand. Um, you need to talk about deliverables. What are they looking for? Are they looking for a reel? Are they looking for an, a TikTok, which I'm not on TikTok really, but I'm trying. Um, st- how many stories are they looking for? Video versus photography. All this, everything. Blog. Are they looking for a blog post? Are they going to be looking to use images from your blog post? There's a lot. Um, also you have to take into account how much time it's going to complete, you know, take you to complete the project. I cannot tell you how many times that like somebody contacted me and I just quoted them something really off, like off the cuff. And then it took me so much longer Mm -hmm. than I expected because you have to, as the creator, when you're hiring an influencer, the idea is that you're kind of hiring the producer, the, um, stage manager, if you want to call it that. Uh, the stylist, the shopper for the shoot, the, you know, and sometimes you're talking about, you know, obviously the influencer is going to be in the photo most of the time, unless you're like, um, you know, a food photographer or a food blogger and it's the strictly food, but mostly you're talking about the person actually being in the photos, but then sometimes they're actually doing the shooting themselves too. It depends, um, on their skill and the project. So there's a lot that you have to think about. So there's, as I said, drafting the storyboard, prepping for the shoot, the shoot itself, assembling the materials, including captions, because then you have to like, you know, edit the photos, get the, you know, pick out which photos you're going to be using or which which um, video clips and edit that together and the captions for that and the blog post text, the approval period that you're going to have to go through, like sending it to them and the emails back and forth. And then, you know, obviously this is on the smaller end of the spectrum, but then the time it takes to post. And that also can vary when you're talking about picking out the right music, if it's a reel or whatever. And now you can add music to um, static photos, too. Mm. Not carousels, I figure, I've found, strangely. mm. Okay. Well, I have a a question for you before you dive into some of the things you could charge extra for, sort of within Mm -hmm. that like bolus of things that you have to go with. Um, now a lot of this is actually very similar to the work that goes into prepping for a shoot like as I do. So I'm just Mm -hmm. not being the subject. So I just had a follow-up question and when you're prepping for the shoot, there's obviously a lot that goes into it, but do you ever have to coordinate with the brand in advance, like actually like have a call with them. Cause I do a shoot plan call. So I have this like mm-hmm. planning session with my clients. Do you ever have to do that with brands or do the brands generally like, this is sort of what we're looking for and then leave it up to your creativity. Do you ever have to like a- do a production sort of planning meeting with them? Right. It depends on the brand. I'm actually surprised at how many um, companies that I work with that like, send out um like a basic um brief and even and it's kind of funny because they the joke is that briefs are never brief um but they send out like a basic brief and it will like have the um you know the whole idea behind the campaign and some inspiration for what photos should look like and then some suggestions like you know if, if you're talking about um a piece of clothing they obviously want the clothing to be front and center of the picture it doesn't they don't want just like an up close shot of like some of the right. details on on a dress or something like that so, so some brands are very specific in those briefs about what they want to see um down to 
the quality of the photo, like how many pixels they want and all that kind of stuff, the size of the photo that they want, because you're a lot of times you end up sending them along to the brand as well to end up using, which is something you, as I said, I'll get into that you can, you can charge extra for. Um, Then there are other brands that I've worked with that, and, and, and sometimes I think it's just because I've worked with them so frequently because like the first time I work with them, they might be like, and this is, you know, this is kind of what we'd like to focus on in this, you know, especially since I'm a family blogger, you know, um, we'd like to focus on the family angle of this event or this, you know, uh, how this product helps your family. And um, they gave me some parameters, again, usually in the brief. Um, and then but that, but that's like, pretty much and then they let you take it from there. Much been it. Yeah, that's nice. They yeah. Me, mo- most of the times now, granted, I think that once you get into, you know, even though I've made pretty good money off of a lot of my collaborations, I think when you start to get into more serious money, there might be more, they might want more creative control. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there have been some times where I've gotten an email, like I actually said no to a brand recently because they reached out and um, they were only offering product for post and they had all of these things listed like you must take this many photos and you must send us this many photos and we are going to have exclusive rights to these photos for this long and you can't work with this person and you like they put and again these are all things that you end up being able to charge extra for and they just wanted to do product for post and i had to email them and i was like i'm sorry I, that's that's way too much that's way too much to just have product for both. And I actually got back an email saying like, um, well, you know, our product is, is very expensive. And I, and I looked it up and I was like, I'm not going to say what it was, but it was like maybe mid price for what it is. And I was kind of like, well, you know, yes, I would think twice before spending this much on X. But at the same time, I was like, not for all the work they're asking me to do. Like it's definitely, there's not, there's not an equal, there's not like equality in this equation here going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, um, most, of, most of the time it just comes through email. And then sometimes they're, you know, again, when, once you've worked with a brand enough, they just kind of trust you. And I'll, I might email or call or text my contact and be like, Hey, I'm coming up with the, pro- this is, I'm coming up with like the, the shoot plan, the storyboard what do you think of this? And usually I get back a, yeah, that looks great. You know, I've, I've really never, I've been lucky. I've never really had a problem with a brand that they're like, they come back and they're like, oh no, this is not what we wanted at all. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've been lucky. In yeah. Respect. Cause I know it's happened to other people. Right. You know? Right. So and then you have to reshoot and everything. And, and you've had to do that. I know with your photography business. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. So talk to us then about, so we talked about, you gave a really high overview of the, uh, the things that go into it, you know, and, and some of, you know, hinted at what you can charge, but what can you actually charge extra for? What are some of those? So exclusivity, which as I said before, that that brand was asking that I not work with another competitor for a period of time. Um, when, if you're getting paid by a brand to work with them and they say, you know, if it's a lipstick company and they say you cannot work with any of our competitors for a period of three months, it does not matter if that, uh, you know, their competitor approaches you in the next month or two and says, hey, we've got a campaign. We want you to work with us like now. You cannot 
agree to work with them until that three-month period is over. So that means that you could be missing out on um, money or other opportunities there, and especially when you're trying to build um, a following or a, a relationship with all of these brands within that kind of niche. Again, I use like a lipstick company, but this includes any, any kind of company. Um, so exclusivity, if they're asking you not to work with another competitor for a period of time, you should consider charging more because you could be missing out on opportunities. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yep. Um, And obviously a lot of these will be what you're actually charging extra for, like how much you want to charge extra depends on the period of time and how much money we're talking about here. Um, So that's the first thing, exclusivity. The next thing, and I think this is something, again, you'll be very familiar with, licensing. If they're requesting usage of your images for their own website or social media, which most of the time that will happen, um, they especially if they are contacting you, it's because they like your content, whether it's photo, you know, you, you produce a good photo or you come up with a great video or what. Most of the time, the brand is going to want to be able to use those on their own social media or website. And Within this, you're also looking at, well, are they going to also be using these in paid ads, which is something I didn't even put in my notes here. Um, but that's another, that even might be like a, like a little subsection of licensing. Like, how are they planning to use these images or these videos? Is it just going to be like an organic Instagram post or, um, you know, it was part of, you know, their website or are they actually going to be using it in a paid advertisement where Mm -hmm. they can be making money off of that like directly Mm -hmm. um so that's something you should consider charging extra for Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah well again these are all things i've learned within like the last year or so and it's like oh yeah i mean it makes so much sense when you think about it but you might it's not the first thing that comes to mind you're just like oh my goodness a brand wants to work with me this is so exciting you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The next thing, which might also apply to photographers, but we'll see because we will be talking about you and what you can charge extra for in the next episode. Um, Rush timeline. If a brand reaches out to you with a timeline and, you know, usually influencers have and every influencer is different. Usually influencers have their their creative content planned out sometime in advance. And if you end up you know if a brand approaches you and it's kind of an offer that's too good to be true you know they're offering you so much money to post about this product and you know they're willing to pay you um a good amount of money if they're talking about okay but you you're you you know you're going to have to move stuff around in your schedule um your content calendar schedule that's more time out of your day trying to figure out a how you're going to get the shoot done b how you're going to move stuff around and that's also something you should consider increasing your price for because that is time out of your day to figure all of that stuff out. Right. Holiday requests. Oof. Mm. This is a doozy. And this one can be somewhat um, controversial because the idea is, you know, well, the holidays are extremely competitive for influencers and you should just be excited that, you know, you're getting brands for, you know, collabing with you on that. But it doesn't matter. Holidays including Valentine's Day, July 4th, all of those, they are very busy for influencers as well. And if a brand is proposing a holiday campaign, they should be prepared to pay a premium because that's when the best influencers are probably dealing with an influx of 
requests already, and they're going to want to really appeal to those influencers um, and kind of beat out their competitors like, oh, well, we're willing to pay you this much more, you know, Mm. and again, yeah, sometimes that's the brand. Sometimes that's just you doing some smart negotiating without even saying anything about, you know, I charge this much extra for holiday requests. Um, Sometimes it's just coming right out and saying, you know what, this is a very busy time because you also have to take into account holidays being a family time too. And, you know, you Mm -hmm. the idea is that you don't want to be posting all sponsored content alt at all times. And then especially during the holidays, you still want to have some kind of organic content out there that's like just you because again, they're like all of these brands want to work with you because you've created this um, look, this um, aesthetic that they want to buy into. But if it's all sponsored content, it kind of becomes inauthentic. Yeah. Um, which we've talked a lot about authenticity right. being kind of key. So that's another reason why they should be pr- ready to pay a premium because they're also taking away time from you and your family possibly. So Right, right. And I'm interested to know if it's if it's better just to without saying oh this is a premium price that you have to pay if you just say well this is the price and you've just in your mind you've already added that premium on but they just see it as mm-hmm. your price. Like you don't necessarily have to itemize it as like a holiday premium on your like Right. So I'll I'll get into that a little bit uh, in a little bit. I know we're running out of a little bit of time, but I'll just talk quickly about that in a second, because, yes, you're totally right. Um, Then I've kind of talked about this before, and this is really something that you should be taking into account, like right right away when you're thinking of deliverables. But it, it does matter because what kind of content are they requesting? Are they content? Are they requesting video or photo? That's going to mean possibly more work if you're talking about video uh because you're you're not obviously you have to have the pretty picture for you know the blog post or the the cover of your reel or your tiktok whatever but you're also going to have to get that video and you're going to have to edit together and again picking the right audio all this kind of stuff so that's another Mm -hmm. thing you should Mm -hmm. considering charging more then and this is where Jesse usually comes in, will this require renting a space or hiring a hiring a photographer? If you know um, you're going to need to rent a space and hire a photographer to get the job done right, um, and I try to work with Jesse as much as possible, um, that should be another pricing increase. Mm-hmm. That's what you should look at. So mm-hmm. those are all the things that you should look at. Um, so I always have a base price for my deliverables. This is how I end up building my price when I send it off to a brand. I always have a base price for deliverables, whether that's an Instagram post, story, blog post, link. And, and also you can charge for link in bio, which is another whole thing. Mm. Um, I did not know yeah, that. Because it's such, it's such valuable real estate on your Instagram. So yeah. That's, again, not really, that's something you can negotiate too. Um, but sometimes that can be a, a thing where they're like, well, we're already doing all this kind of stuff. So sometimes you don't want to push it. Um, so I take a list of what they're requesting and I add that all up. Then I have my hourly rate and I take into account how much time it's going to take for me to, you know, draft the storyboard, prep for the shoot, the shoot itself. Um, and if it's an event, uh, how long does it take me to get to the event and how long am I going to be there? Mm-hmm. Is another thing. How long it's going to take to assemble the materials, including the t- captions, the blog post text, etc. 
what I'm looking at for email time, how like how much time is it taking me to email back and forth with everybody? Um, and again, that that can be hard to guess, um, but usually I, I plan about an hour for things like that. Um, and then at time, again, this is minimal, but time it takes to post and that kind of can be also just kind of a small part, but it all adds up. Then I add that to the deliverables. Then I add up any extras such as exclusivity, licensing, rush timeline, holiday campaign, video or photo content. Um, And will I need to rent a space or hire a photographer? And I add that all together. When I send it to a brand, I give them my final price. You know, I might break it down for um, certain brands just because I've already established a relationship for them. But um, most of the time I just send them like, okay, for everything that you've requested, this is the price. But always have in your back pocket how much everything is actually going to cost. Because sometimes a brand will come back and fight you on something, which understandable, they're trying to make money, you're trying to make money. Um, So you should always be able to say, well, you know, I understand that you know, you thought it was going to be this, but this is what I have down for all of these different pieces that you've requested. Um, so, and then sometimes you can haggle there from there. Well, and another way to think about this, and I think this is the way I'm going to approach my discussion on like, you know, things you can charge extra for is um, you can actually like upsell and actually make the package bigger, leveraging some of Which these I things. Have. So, you know, let's say, let's say, you know, you're negotiating and, you know, you, you want to make a little bit more with this brand. You're like, okay, like, uh, you know, for this to be worth it, but I can also just like, I'll throw in, you know, a two day or whatever turnaround time because, you know, you know, you've got the time on your calendar. Like you can always Mm -hmm. look at it from that perspective as well. It's like, yeah, you need to cover your costs, but also like I may be able to make this a bigger bang for the buck by offering some of these things in sort of an economies of scale, like, you know, bigger the project, some of these, the costs can come down a little bit. There's definitely room for wiggle with all of this kind of stuff. Like this is just a baseline. This is like, I've definitely gone through and seen, okay, like if it's a brand that I really want to work with and I, and, and it, it's not only going to be good for me to create this relationship, but it's also good for my brand and good for my audience because I know it's definitely something they're going to be interested in and I can see this being really successful. What I'll do a lot of the times is I'll go through and I'll, and I'll calculate everything just how I laid it out, like the deliverables and, you know, the hourly rate for all of the different pieces and then whatever extras they're asking for. And when I take a look at the final price and I'll look at, okay, well, again, what is this actually going to do for me? There have been times where I've knocked down the price just a little bit because I realized that, like, I really want this collaboration. Right. But um, another flip side, flip side of that, you could say, well, you look at all those costs and you're like, I know I need to make at least that, right? And you could easily say, like, I don't want to knock down the price, but if I just, yeah. like, give them... You know, uh, the ability to put this image on on their own website. It's not any more, if you think about it, it's not any more work for you. And you're yeah. still making that amount of money. And so you would have theoretically charged, I don't know, maybe like 500, whatever it is, 500 extra to post on their, their own website. But because you said instead of knocking that price down 500, 
for yeah. not any more work, you're giving them a value of 500. Well, and it's, it's, that is definitely something I've done. Like I took one um, brand collaboration that was only supposed to be a one-time thing and I turned it into a recurring thing. And I already have quite a bit of footage that I can put together that works for this. And, you know, while I'm charging them slightly more because, yes, this is a continued collaboration, I'm pro I'm not charging them as much as I would if I needed to go out and, like, reshoot everything or do, do more shooting. Like, I already have enough material. I just basically have to take different pieces and stitch it together and, like, put out a new, a new reel, a mm -hmm. new photo, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I've done that as well. And, you know, they're just, they, you know, while it seems like, you know, at first, the first time I did that, I was like, oh, is this cheating? It's like, no, I'm not reusing anything that I've already used. It's all new stuff. It's just, I always shoot extra. And that's another thing, like, not that, not that this is part of the show, guys, but always shoot extra material because you never know when it's going to come in handy. And that's right. where it ended up helping me out a lot. So... Yeah, so in the next episode, we're actually going to be talking to Jesse, even though we've kind of given you a hint about some of the stuff on uh, what you can charge extra for as a photographer. And I'm sure there's quite a lot because there's so much that goes into photography, a lot that we don't give our photographers enough credit. Um, so I'm looking forward to that episode coming up. But for now, thanks so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. You can join our Facebook group, leave us a comment about what you want us to talk about. And you can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKateInco. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. And as Kate mentioned, our next episode will be primarily focused on me. Yay! Talking about what you can charge extra as a photographer. So make sure to tune in for that episode. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Thank you.